Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Talk Local. I am your host, Alan Moskowski, and we are at the Local 219 Studios. Uh, for this episode, we were joined with art curator, poet, activist, and serial entrepreneur, J.P. Phelps. Uh, the podcast runs about an hour, and we chat about his art gallery in Miller called Square One, his passions for the community, and his love for people. So um, tune in. It's a great one, and uh, it's one of my favorites that we've had so far. So my conversation with JP starts now. I mean, you know, like I do, just like like all money isn't good money, you know, like everybody is like not a good person to work with, you know, um, and there are some ideas, you know, like people have, I know personally people like throw all kind of ideas at me, you know, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, like, I thought you were going the opposite way on that. I really thought you were like, "All right, let's do it." No, like, no, no, no. It's just like, nah. You know what? Because because every idea, they're not saying that like this is a bad idea. It just might not be practical, you know. Um, but I think, like, in all honesty, like having um, quality control is essentially like curation right we can look at it that way it's like yeah you know what like i don't i don't want to just be associated with anybody you know like i'm pretty sure like the breweries you know like that that you all have like working relationships like i'm pretty sure it's because of like the vibe of that place and then like the quality of the beer honestly like and i don't like to just like shit on anybody you know if, there are some breweries like man their beer ain't really that good to me you know, it's like, I love the food, you know, I go, like, love the space, I hang out there all day, you know, and honestly, like, I'll drink a beer, you know, but there's some, you know, it's just like, not much, and that's because some places, like I said, I think that if they spend more time, like, focusing on, like, the quality, right, then people will say, well, you know what, I, I, I can show up here, you know, and, and drink two beers, you know, and not, like, feel like I have to, like, choke them down, Right. And well, I, another thing I struggle with as a media guy, because I when I first started this, I was mm -hmm. like, you know what, I'm going to I'm just going to cover the shit I want to cover. Mm -hmm. Right. And then what ends up happening is you start to say, like, OK, the quality is there on some things. But then you start meeting the people of the maybe of, of like the people producing even some of the stuff that's not that you would put in the category of like the most quality. Mm -hmm. And then you start realizing they're people, mm -hmm. you know. And so at the end of the day, everyone's just trying to jump off. You know, and some people are better at understanding that and organizing it. And so mm. we kind of shifted towards like, well, we're just going to start covering everybody. Mm. And then I think that's when we lost a little bit of our identity, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, because we made it more human. Mm -hmm. I think now it's like we're actually I've been having conversations over the last couple of weeks. It's like, I think I'm going to go back to just really trying to work with the people. I, I really respect what they're doing. Mm hmm. Yeah, and that's hard though. Well, you know what? So, and, and I think like for me, it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier. Um, like specifically because of, well, like I said, looking at from a like a curation standpoint, you mm -hmm. know, and I mean, if we look at quality control as curation, right? It was like I, I think it's really cool. Like you can always have a good name because of the people that you choose to work with, right? 
it, it makes it easier, right? Um, and you're right, but when you're in the middle of it too, when you're in the throes of it, like you're at the office right now, uh-huh. dude. You see, like my my overhead's probably four grand a month, uh-huh. and so sometimes it's like, dude, I wish I wish I could make it more. And we're finally getting to the point where I feel good about it. Yeah, but dude, in those early days, man, I was just hustling to get money. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I, I trust me, I it's crazy. I, I understand. Well, you know, and I said that on like. Even like today, you know, like this is a year in, you know, like, and I have like so much more drive than I had before. And it's like, man, you know what? I should absolutely like have this drive every single day, Dude, you know? Um, that's exhausting, right? It, man, it is. But like, I know I was actually just telling a friend yesterday, uh, my homie Rainier, um, <laughs> like, I, I don't think too much of myself, but. And I say, like, I'm not the man. I'm, I'm just a man. But I know if I'm not, like, the way that I am, there are other people that will not be doing their best. You know what I'm saying? Like, they won't show up to be, like, the person that they know how to be. You know? It's like, because I, I know that I look like pressure to some people. You know? And people need that. It's like, hey, what? Are, like, I look like accountability. You know? It's like, I'm not doing it from a place of malice, you know, trying to, like, shit on anybody. And it's like, hey, man, you should be doing more with that. Right? We have, like, the we have, like resources available to us like we have people that do the things that like yo we're talking about doing we have like access to these people and then if we have like th- we have capital also dude there's no fucking way that we there's no way we shouldn't be doing like the things that like you know that you can do right and then it's like all right cool and then check this out and you know me i'll be like hey tell you what you don't have to pay any money you just show up in this room and do what it is that you know how to do i've literally said that to artists I'm like, hey, Cole called a guy. Like, I, don't, I said that. I'm like, I don't, I didn't even know this dude, never heard any of his music. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, people I have respect for have respect for you. So, said, we got a show on this day. You just show up in this room, do what it is that you know how to do. That's what I said. To Get him. out of your own way, man. You know, and it was just like, and he said that he was just like, man, you're on speakerphone in a car. And uh, he's like, dude, everybody can tell you, like, right now, how much I really needed to hear that. And I was just like, okay cool well tell them to be at the show you know and i was like i'll see you then i never met this guy you know um i know if i'm not that way and after that and like he hadn't performed in a while but like after that show i think he did like four or like six shows you know like really? after that get back into performing pay gigs you know and it was just like look i know if i'm not the way that i am like people like him and he's a good dude man really good dude he's sharp man like lyricist he's dope as fuck and it's like yeah, man, you know what? Give me his number. I'll call him. And I said, I'm like, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, I'll call him. Like, I'll send him a message. Like, I'll DM him. I, like, I don't care. I, I, I still, I, I just know that, like, I'm going to do a lot in life. I, I, and I say that, like, not with arrogance, you know? Like, I just know who I'm doing it for, you know? Like, I know the reason, like, my drive, my whole purpose for doing this, you know? And, and, like my approach to things, um, and what is that? Um, what I want to do, and my goal is to make Gary a world class city for art. That's it. That's it. That's not it. I mean, there's so much more than that. Cause you got a little one now, but, um, man. That there's no part of that driving you either. Um, yeah, it is. She's like motivation, like like built in, and, and she comes to me. She comes like to the gallery with me, you know, like daily. So it's like cool as hell. Like you get to grow up here, you know, be around like the, the really intelligent conversations that are had, you know, she gets to be around art, 
you know i mean i have like art hanging up in my house you know so it's like it's so it's you know coming to the gallery is like not overstimulating you know so i mean but it's and it helps her you know like to be like super alert you know and she is you know she's about to be four months and man the other day you know we just like sat and look at each other for like seven minutes straight you know and it's just like she is like super alert you know so and like i said for me it's just like knowing that she and she does she pays attention to like what i do you know like i could be in a room and i'll be talking and she'll i'll find her like looking around for me you know and so she's like paying attention you know to what it is that i'm doing and it's like i'm cognizant of that you know so it's like hey man you can see that and i tell people like for me daily i look at every single day like when i get up it's like find money and solutions for myself and others every single day like that's how i look at all right cool this is what we're gonna do every single day right and for me if i can do these three things is help people make money and have a good time daily like that's life for me like i'll be absolutely happy if i could do those three three things in that order right um i know there are some amazing people like in gary but not just in gary like i mean crown point michigan city like all around you know like in Chicago and other cities like you know like outside of Chicago they have no problem like traveling to be part of a show in Gary you know and I said that I'm like and that was part of it the reason you know like in starting you know I would say that I'm like I would go to Chicago and further you know for art shows it's like well you know just like we do the same like I go there you know to those shows and, and to those cities and spend my money there in that city you know at the businesses that are around you know go to art show all right cool and go get something to eat you know and then go hang out at you know a couple of bars have a couple of beers and then go back home good experience people could do the same thing here in Gary you know they can do the same thing here Crown Point same thing Michigan City yep. you know and it's like <clears throat> same thing Highland Ham you know and just like all right cool well you know like well there needs to be a catalyst you know and it's I mean in there I'm not the only person like there are some amazing people out there doing like amazing shit you know like oh, yeah. really pushing for it you know um and doing it from a genuine place um so you, I, you talked so, about mentioning how you want to make Gary the the center of the art universe yeah. How do you plan on, I mean, what, I mean, not without getting like, what's how exactly are you going to do it? But I mean, what are some I, well, steps you're trying to make happen? Is education part of it? Um, well, so for me, um, like I'm a huge proponent, like uh, of the trades. Um, I used to be a pipe fitter. Um, and like I was a welder. I went to, to the Gary Career Center for welding, you know, and it's like, I mean, I've made six figures, you know, like doing a job, you know, and it. I tell people all the time, it's like, hey, man, as long as it doesn't even matter the advances in technology, as long as there are structures being built, you know, there's always going to be a need for skilled trades, you know, like, so I, I, I said, like, for me, like, I need to get money, you know, to be able to, like, put into different things like that, right? It's like, because the truth of the matter is, like, anybody can get into education. Anybody can, right? And it says, I mean, there are literally like companies you know like they're privatized prison you know and and they're able to get into education they're able to fund schools and open schools i like to think i could do the same thing you know and it's like all right well there would be really great if you had like a trade school here and like i said i mean there's a career center like in gary but it's like man you know what would be cool if we had just like a brand new facility you know like nothing outrageous you know it's like but if you had like i don't know something to look like a pole barn right like a really nice size one you know and you set it up in different ways hey it's got proper ventilation almost something like calumet testing you know 
nothing outrageous, you know, but that facility has like an insane amount of space, right? They get proper ventilation. They get people like classrooms, right? And it's like, well, you can have the exact same thing like in a city like Gary. And now kids that are coming up through school and now they, their eyes are open to these different things, right? And it's like, oh, really? Because there are some trades like I didn't even know was a thing until like I, I got out at BP, like a scaffold builder. Really? I had no idea that that was a trade at all. Crazy. Um, uh, For me, like the arts um, as well, like I'm huge into them. I I just think that um, I love where it's going, especially like in this area, you know, Um, it's specifically like in the city of Gary, you know, Um, and there are amazing people that are doing like, they're making amazing art. You know, we just had a, um, excuse me, 18 and under art show you know, um, like this past weekend, you know, and I, it's still up like in the shop now, but it's so cool, man, to see like, and, and, and that's what it is like to see it, like a room full of people to show up for these young people. Right. And then not only to like appreciate their art, but they actually value it. Like people were buying these young people's art. Awesome. Right? Dude, can you imagine like what that, what that does for this kid who's 13 years old? Like their art is on the wall and right on the other side of the shop, you know, there's a whole nother show, right? There's a whole nother exhibit, you know, and, and people are looking at this and then they're going back over here and looking at this, you know, and, and it was so cool to just sit there and watch it. Like, man, you know, like to see like, man, these, like these parents are like, they're proud of their kids, you know, and and like the kids, they're just like, there's a little girl, she was, man, she was sitting there crying, dude, and it was just like, damn, dude, that right there, you know, if like you can have a space, not just like a, a, a small room, but if you, you now you have like an entire place, right, an entire facility where like that atmosphere is fostered, right, like that makes a difference. And at 13, you see that, man, people like the way that you think. Like they appreciate it and they value it and they spend money on it. That can change the trajectory of this kid's life. It for sure will. You know what I'm saying? It for sure will. That's what my issues with guidance counseling in general is like, Mm -hmm. there's so many people who want to just get into a room and have a talk, Mm -hmm. but it's like, are you really listening to these kids and what they really want? Because I know the importance of mentorship. Mm -hmm. I know the importance of it. And so, and I've seen it work. And so if like if a kid is getting in trouble all the time mm. and f- and getting it's because he's putting his focus on the wrong things. What does he like to do? And don't get me wrong, I know people who don't have hobbies and stuff. For sure. But what do they what are they passionate about? Find out what they're passionate about and then show them the world outside of where they're at. For sure. Let them introduce like dude, if you if there's a kid at 12 and who's let's just say I'm typecasting here, so mm. forgive me, but let's just say there's a kid that's like 11, 12 years old getting in trouble and say he's into graffiti art, mm-hmm. right? What's the there's no graffiti artist on the planet that's going to tell that kid, "No, you can't come check out my spot." For sure. <laughs> right? You know, I, well and I, I think that's the really cool thing about having people that <laughs> like I say that people need to be concerned with building bridges, right? People who just talk about, hey, we need to bridge the gap, right? A lot of people don't even acknowledge that that, that a gap exists, right? The conversation, like now we acknowledge there's a gap, but we also have to be concerned with building bridges, right? And a lot of people aren't doing that. And it was like, and that's where it's really important, you know, like places like this, places like Square One, Promise You Art House, right? You have like people who are bridging gaps, right? Because, like, I'm not that far removed. Yeah, you know, I'm 34, 
you know like i mean i have cousins like in a 20 i have cousins when younger you know i mean but some people like i mean i'm friends with you know and it's like all right cool well yeah let's like have a conversation and you know i go to different schools you know like on partners you know we're at steel city academy um you know previously i was a couple of weeks ago at um at west side you know for like career day you know and it's like all right cool well if you want to talk and i told the kids it was like my shop is open daily you know i was like i'll give you my number you can come by you know and a couple of guys that were in it it was like oh dude yo oh that spot yeah that's the dude yeah the one on lake street they were like oh man that place is dope as hell and i was like you own that place? I'm one of the owners, yeah. And I'll give you my number. You can come by, you know? And I tell him, it's like, for so many kids, like, just that, that there's somebody that actually sees them and accords them dignity and just, like, treats them like a person. I tell him, all right, cool. I don't have a problem giving anybody my number. You know? It's like, hey, man, if you want to... You... All right, cool. Sounds like, yo, this is something that you're into. I know a guy. Matter of fact, a guy that you're a fan of. Yeah, that guy comes by the gallery all the time. Would you like to meet him? I think that would be pretty cool. You know what? Maybe you should work with them. That would be great, right? And it's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'll call them right now. You know, that there are people that exist. And that, like I said, it's not for like ego or anything. It's like, man, it's to be able to connect because you can see the difference that it makes, right? Somebody gets to, <clears throat> somebody gets to hang out with, you, you're a fan of this guy. And I get to hang out with him. Like, I get to just like sit here and talk shit with him. Just like hang out and see he's like a real person just like I am. That actually does a lot, you know, and it's right. like, all right, cool. I think that's like what we should be doing and like focusing on, you know, and like I said, as far as mentorship, you know, it's, well, I tell people, especially as I, I show up like, do I get tattoos and, you know, I wear a lot of jewelry, you know, it's like, but I don't let people look at me different, you know, or treat me differently. You know, it's like, I know that I'm out here doing good. You know, I'd say I, I know exactly like what my focus is. I said, like, I'm intelligent as fuck. I was like, I read books, you know, I listen to people. I have intelligent conversations with intelligent people. You know, we challenge each other's reasoning and helping young ones to see young people to see, you know what? You can actually do the same thing. It would actually really help you a lot in life. You fast forward through like all this bullshit, like so many, or, or just like skip completely. Yep. You know, like people like myself, I'm 34, man, there's a lot of lessons. Like had I, had I learned them, you know, like in, in my twenties, I talked to like some of these guys, like, you know, like friends of mine, there's one artist, um, Sean, cast man it's super cool and it's like having a conversation with him my, also my my cousin nigel it, man they're 22 24 to like like they get some of the shit that like i've it just took me a while to get you know i, I got it in the last six months and we have sit and have conversations and this is like damn dude like that gives me hope in the future you know like in the next generation and that's why i like actually like push as hard as i do right because like we're dealing with people who are introduced to a, a society where like the internet has always been a thing social media Screen has time, always man. been a thing right the immediacy like that just like the access to information like the availability to information has always been a thing like they've never known a world like this generation has never known a world without the internet never that's insane right and it's yeah. like just the access so man you could see like like, don't discredit them and, and act like just because they're young somebody in their 20s can't teach you about some shit actually can you know it's like, i mean you look at some of the people who are doing like amazing things like in the world you know like actually like change agents for good like there's so many of them they're not 30 yet you know some of these people don't even have they can't even go legally get a drink you oh know yeah what I'm saying? and it's like 
But that doesn't mean shit, man. You see, like, dude, the way that the mind works is like, hey, man, when it's been cultivated properly, you know, like there's external influences for good, <clears throat> like this place, right? And like I said, like uh, any number of places around that are just like, well, you know what? We want to be um, agents of change for the good. You know, we want to highlight people who are doing that. And you can do that in any number of ways. So whether it's beer or whether it's art, you know, or, you know, whether you're a, like a composer, you know, or a singer, a songwriter, and like people don't know anything about you. You know what? I heard some of your shit. It was dope as hell. We played it here and it sounds great upstairs in this space. You know what? We want to talk to you. Like that does something for it. And that, just that right there. It's as, as simple as that sounded, that does a lot for people because a lot of people think that nobody's noticing what they're doing, you know, yep. like artists and creatives. <clears throat> because if it's not like some big show, you know, and there's not like huge spotlight cast on them, people think like, like nobody's seeing what they're doing, you know, and it's like to get a random message from somebody that you don't know, it's like, hey, dude, your shit is great. Keep it up. Yep. And you don't know, you don't know this person at all. Like that does a lot. It goes a long way, a long man. way, you know. And that yeah. can actually be like, man, you know what? I'm gonna keep going because a lot of times, dude, there's just so much that can make you stop. You oh, know? dude, there's too much. That's the problem. That's the hard time with balance, right? Is yeah. that like I I get times where, and I thought it was really for myself, isolated to just me, mm-hmm. and you know, because you're living your own world, dude, and. There's times where it's like I come to work and it's amazing. I mean, we're we're up. Mo- there's money in the bank. Everyone's in good spirits. Our creativity's never been higher. And then all of a sudden that night, I just wake up at two in the morning, and it's like the level of anxiety about everything. And then like you're like, oh shit, wait a minute, did I just delusion myself that things are better than they really are? And then now it's this entire switch of myself, mm-hmm. like almost. Um, carnivaling my car, uh, cannibaling myself mm. into this whole like mentality that's just crazy, and so it's like there's days you feel on top of the world, there's days you feel like you're beaten, and if you don't have that, like there's this girl yesterday, Laura Crep, uh, who runs Free as a Bird Designs, and mm. I, I touched base with her yesterday, and was just like, hey, how you doing? You know, just kind of seeing how things are going, and she's like, hey, at the end of it, she's like, yeah, I just want to let you know, I'm watching everything you guys are doing, and you guys are killing it. And it's like that little bit mm-hmm. keeps the fuel going when things aren't always going right. And one of the things when we first started, so I'm so glad I did this. And I know a lot of people who say they manage social media would never do it. Mm. But I was following people to get followers mm. on Instagram when I first started. And so if I followed 100 people, 50 people followed me back. I was keeping them. And then I was just unfollowing the other 50. Mm. And what that did for me was it really allowed me to start seeing the beauty of the community of a lot of things that were going on and a lot of talent. Mm -hmm. Right. So like I would like one of my favorite things to do is see something dope that Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is crazy. And Mm -hmm. I always message that person. That's funny. I do the same thing. It's just like, (laughs) holy shit, dude, man, I can show you on phone, man, like Instagram, man. Like, I mean, I've, I've ended up like working with a number of different artists just from saying, just saying what's up, dude. This is like, Hey man, your shit is sick. You know, like there are a number of different people, like I, I need to actually like just get the money so I can just like fly. Cause that's what I want to do. You know, it's like, I want to travel. Hey man, rent a place. You, you're doing a show. Like all you got to do is show up. I'll hang the art. It was like, dude, 
I do all that shit. People need to see this shit, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. man, from like I said, I mean, I, I'm one of those people. Like, I do the same, the exact same thing, because like people need that push, and it's really cool. Like when you get that same. Push. My girl, the other day, she was we just ran into she ran into the store, just get like some uh hamburger buns you know and like some people she said like she was in line and some people were talking about the 18 and under art show you know and i was just like damn dude like that felt really good you know is that one of the first times that's happened for you no no but that's that, great. like but for me it was just like yeah it, like because like a lot of times you don't see it like paying off you know i mean you see it paying off uh every way other than financially you know, and it's like, all right, cool. You know, it's because it, you want it to do both, right? And that's why I said it was, for me, helping people, making money, having a good time, right? Those three things need to be done for me. Like that helps to keep balance, right? And it's Heck like, yeah, because yeah, I mean, we can help people, but like I can help more people if I have more money, right? And then people think, and I said that I was like, man, like. My aim is to be a millionaire, but it's not just to be like some villain, you know, like Scrooge McDuck hoarding gold coins, you know, it's just like, dude, I'm going to do good with this fucking money. Like <laughs> I've been doing good with it, you know, like with the little that I've had, you know, and it's like, and then next time you're on this podcast and you're a millionaire and you walk out of your Lexus, I'm going to play this back to you. <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> it's a like, podcast. So, and the funny thing is I actually drove here in a Lexus today. So... <laughs> So it, it would be the same. Warren Buffett still lives in the same house. You or know, he's goddamn like, yacht. When you walk off here, when I gotta go do this podcast on your yacht next time, you know. But I said that, I was, and I, you know, it's really funny about that, man. Like I said that, like people have, like people think that, like you're not a human being, right? Because you, like, I, we're all our own individuals, you know. Like yep. I love classic cars, man. I love just like vintage shit, you know. I said that I was like I've owned classic cars. If I become a millionaire, I'm gonna get a '64 Aston Martin, and, and it's not. Look, that's not to be like some showboat. Like I'm a James Bond fan, always have been, and to me that's a classic fucking car, dude. I mean, like seriously, it just is. And yeah, I would drive it all the time, all the time. Not to just be like I said, some villain. Actually, but I owned classic cars before, you know, and still do. And it's like, that's just my thing. You know, it's like, nah, I'm not going to show up in some Lamborghini, you know, like that. That's not really me. Like, it, it really Bright isn't, green. you know. Yeah, that, that's not my style, you know. And it's like, but no, seriously, like, I, look, all the things that I want to do, um, like, because I know that money um, can turn into control, you know. And it's like, well, you know what? Instead of like going that route, like I want to get money and do good with it. Because if you can control people for for the bad, I should be able to control people for the good. You know, if we're gonna look at it like that, I know that sounds like crazy as shit, but it's like no, really. You know, it's like I mean, there are people. There are clearly people that are doing good, like philanthropists. You know, like hey man, we made tons of money. We made billions of dollars. Okay, cool. Like let's pay off like the entire class of you know pay their entire debt yo all your student loans paid that's cool as shit man Crazy. you know it's just like you know that that's just a good person that wasn't like just for mm. some tax write-off it's like i'm a billionaire you can do some good you know and it's like all right cool well you know i just want to become a millionaire so i can do like all the good things and like and and not have anybody like tell me well, you know, it's got to be for this. It's got to be for that. It's like, hey, it's zoned for this. All right, cool. That's what I'm going to put there. And then it's going to be great. It's going to be great, you know? Be a world-class attraction, right? 
and, and be right here in the city of Geary. And I said, can you imagine that if like there are Warhols or or like any if there's a Jackson Pollock in Geary, like hanging, you know what I'm saying, like in a space in Geary? You mean to tell me that people wouldn't come from all over the fucking world to see that? They would. Damn right they you would. You know what I'm man. saying? Yeah. And, and it's like, all right, cool. Well, let's do that. <clears throat> like let's build a world class facility and. So you could say whatever you want to about the city. It's like, hey, man, they got Jackson Pollock in there. Hey, they got a Warhol exhibit in there. And you could say whatever you want to about the city, you know? And it's like people, and that's why I said for me, because um, I know this society is like huge on like snap judgments, you know? And, you know, people talk shit about Gary, but, you know, it's like, I mean, but you never like spent any time there. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, that, I got I got theories on that, JP, if you really want to hear it. I mean, I, I mean, the, we, yeah, we could we could talk because I've, I've, I've got plenty of theories. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, shoot. I think that in the world, the media makes people play the race game too much. And I think what we're really what people are really talking about with Gary is mm. class. I think that's what they're really talking about. But the conversation gets confused in race. And so I think what the outsets of that is that. It's not a lot of, let's say, like affluent people hanging out in Gary that people have the impression of that, right? So when they they think when they think Gary, they think no money and crime. Mm-hmm. That's the first two things that pop off. And I think the city of Gary and the way it's structured right now isn't doing any justice to that. Because that if if people who like understood how big Gary is, it's five zip codes, dude. There's no reason why this, like the way that it is right now, all five of those zip codes should be owned by the same people. At this point, they should be breaking that up into five little boroughs and making them their own five little cities and letting people build and raise up because it's, could you imagine taking over a billion dollar company that's already in the basement? That's already in debt. It's an impossible task for any politician that takes over that, that, that throne. It doesn't make any sense. Make it easier. Let people focus in on specific areas and build it back up instead of trying to do it all at one time. It doesn't make any sense, dude. Well, I mean, even still, it's like, so you have to have like, for me, what really gets people going are incentives, right? Okay, cool. Well, you know who would be really good like to give incentive is like the people of the city, Right. Hey, man, you got like a super solid business plan. All right. You know what? I mean, like sustainable, not just, hey, man, we're. So I had this idea. It was like called like 10 year plan. You know, and it's like, hey, man, because they give tax breaks, you know, to all kind of corporations. And it's yep. like, hey, man, yep. check this out. Look, we're not going to give you any tax breaks. Cool. Instead of business. Hey, because you got like you got this business plan. Right. And this is like how you focus on sustainability, right? Because sustainability means like, all right, cool. We're going to be here, right? We're still going to be in business. Profitability, sustainability for any business. Those two should be tied for first, right? We're going to be making money and we're going to be continuing to make money, right? That's got to be tied for first, right? You got a business plan that actually looks like, yo, you can do that. Okay, cool. We're not going to give you any breaks, first five years but hey you know what you put that into practice yo first yo first five years cool all right now you've made it to this now this is like where it pays off now you get the break right and now you you've created like incentive for people to start what people from from the city can do here in the city right and now because it's about sustainability like longevity right all right cool well now people see like 
yo, this actually helps to build like the economy of the city, right? And not just worrying about, yo, there's one corporation coming in and this is going to provide however many jobs and then try to bank on only that. And like for me, it's just like, right, we have heard of like not putting all our eggs in one basket, right? Or like putting all our money like on this. Not, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm big on risking it, man. I risk it all, all the time. I, I say that like quite often, you know, but this is like, I mean, but we're talking about like with with the city, right? And, and like you said, I mean, just like just the deficit, you know, is it's crazy, dude. And but like, and that's just, <clears throat> but even just like the different entities, like in the city, like the Gary School Corporation. It's like I think the debt that was last year of the Gary School Corporation was almost that of the entire state. That is insane. Insane. That's insane. Yeah. And that's not some opinion. That's actual fact. It was in the newspaper. Like, and I'm reading this, and I was just like, "Wow, that's crazy." It actually blows me away, man. When I'll be riding through Gary, you know, and like I said, I don't be talking shit. I'm a realist. I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. And when I ride through Gary, and I'm in Gary all the time, you know, like all throughout the city, and you know, I'll be seeing like these signs in the yard you know it says take another look at gary schools and when i'm at, i live in burns harbor you know so when i'm driving through portage or i drive through east chicago i drive through hammond hobart and um lake station uh, new Sh- chicago dude any of those seasons, i never see signs like that you know why because it's like well but this is the city you leave you live in you know we shouldn't have to be saying Hey man, take a look at our schools here in this city. If like you live in Crown Point, you go to Crown Point School, right? Yeah, you don't That's think about like, it. You don't even think about it. And it's like, yep. man, those signs, they say they they speak volumes to me, right? And that's why I said I was like, well, I mean, well, we definitely have to look at doing things different because the way things have been done, we see where it got us, right? And I say us, I don't even I don't even live in Gary right now. Right, but it's like when you have a vested interest, vested interest in a place, and also there's proximity. Like you have to be proximate to effect change, right? So I say that it's like, yeah, we like I feel as like we like not just because my shop is there, you know, like like my mom still lives in the same house I grew up in, three minutes away from my shop, you know. Like I I got family friends, you know, like. I've made money and lost money, you know, like I've made friends and lost friends, like to the city and in the city of Gary. I said that, man. I was like, you know, it really sucks, dude. Like I'm 34 years old, man. I got a friend got shot and killed like last month or two months ago. And I, I like to think that, damn, man, it's like, dude, this should not be a thing at 34. Like I should not be going to a friend's funeral that got shot and killed. Like to me, that like blows me away. Right. And it's like, all right, cool. I've seen that like you can actually shape culture. Right. You can help people to think and, and to see that there is different. Right. Especially if you've gone somewhere, if you've traveled, you've been to different places and you don't have to go to the other side of the world. I say this all the time. Instead of driving two hours south to go hang out in Indianapolis, go two hours north and hang out in Michigan. Life is very different. Two hours away. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big time. Yeah. And it's just like, OK, go further than that. Take a plane ride for 14 hours to a country on the other side of the world and then see how things are very different there, you know? Well, that's part of the problem of being caught up in your situation, you know, is that like you forget there's a bigger world and you start to think that everyone's experiencing the same thing you're experiencing. And it's such a narrow perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, and to never leave 
Like if you go two weeks without leaving your place, that's a mis- that's a mistake. Mm. You've got to venture out, man. You've got to meet new people. You've got to see different cultures. That's the only way you understand and appreciate where you're from. Yeah, well, and you know, and and also helps you to appreciate because you don't know the type of people that are going to be coming to your event. I don't know the type of people that are going to be coming into my shop. I don't, you know. And I said. But honestly, like, it doesn't matter to me, like, whether we're on the streets or we're in my shop. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. You know, like, we're not going to vibe. Yeah, <laughs> like, asshole's universal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. You know, it's like, so, and I tell people, it's like, it doesn't matter to me, like, what you identify as. Like, it shouldn't. It, like, it never does. You know, it's like, I don't put somebody out of my shop because they're gay. I put you out of my shop because you're being disrespectful. You're being rude, right? Yep, like, yep. you're not showing the artist work respect. <clears throat> That's why I would put somebody out of my shop. It's not because of what you identify as or what you look like, you know? I said that, dude, there are people that come in there, you know, clothes are dirty, you know? And it's like, we have super cool conversations, you know? And it's like, I mean, dude, he's got off work, you know? And he went to a liquor store and he had a couple of drinks, you know? And it's like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, sat and had a conversation. It was like, and I said, I'm like, yeah, man, when we had it, we were talking about like in conversation, I'm like, I said like, and it's, it's obvious that you've been drinking because like, I smell alcohol, you know, it's like, but even still, man, as long as you're not like belligerent, you know, and because and, and, I, I, that's not what we do here, you know, and it's like, but I mean, I'll, I'll sit and have a conversation with you, you know, it's like, hey, if I've got time, so, but if I don't, and I did, I, I had to like, fin- you know, um, finish hanging up some art, I told him, I was like, hey, man, I have to catch up with you, you know, he still wanted to talk, I was like, no, dude, it was like, hey, man, you just have to come back another day and we could talk, you know, and it's like, all right, cool. You know, but even still, and, and I know like that happens often, especially like in Gary, you know, there are people, like I said, man, that look at me and, and I'm not even joking, dude. I remember one day, like I walked in and it's really interesting to see, man, like people's like reactions to what looks different, you know, you know, I was uh in 18th street and just had a cold, man. And like I said, 18th my shop is right next door at 18th street. I've been going there for years, you know, and Drew's even, the man, you know what I'm saying? And, and even before, like, and this was like, even before, like I was right next door. I had been going there, you know, like since they opened up, you know, yeah. and there was a band in there, man. Shit was, man, dude, they were dope as fuck. I don't remember their name at all, but like I had just got over a cold, you know, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm gonna go next door, grab some food, you know, and just like grab, you know, like a little six pack to go. And, you know, so I'm like bundled up. I have my hood on, you know, I have my hoodie on, you know, tied up, you know, cause I just got over cold, you know, I'm not trying to get sick again, you know, and I got my jacket and, you know, I sat there and looking like the Unabomber in 18th yeah, you know, and, but I'm sitting there and I vibed out, placed my order for food, you know, like called like the, the waitress like by her name because I know her on a first name basis, you know, and I'm just sitting there vibing out to the music, you know, and, um, like, you know, their set was over, so I went back next door, you know, locked up, you know, came in, and, and a guy said, it was like, hey, man, uh, he was like, yeah, hey, man, you know, there was uh, some people, you know, and, and they were, um, I mean, they were, like, staring at you, you know, one of them was like, hey, man, what's up with the guy, you know, that guy over there, so uh, he was like, man, maybe next time you just, like, you know, want to take your hood off, and I'm like, maybe you should cut your hair, like, <laughs> I, I don't like your hair, maybe you should cut your hair. Right, it was like talking about it. Who are you? And it's, hey man, I'm like, dude, my shop is right next door, right? I'm, all right, so maybe you looked at me and viewed me differently because of like the way that I'm dressed. But I'm like, that that don't, that don't mean shit to me. And and who are you that I should? All right, cool. Yeah, you know what? I'm walking here, and because you said something, I should just take my hood off. 
It's like, who the fuck are you? You know, it's like, I, I don't Crazy. let people like dictate to me um, like how I should live my life and, and how I should move through. And, and I don't want other people to like feel that way. Like that that's the things like, man, spaces should be, they should feel safe. They should feel welcoming. You know, they should feel inviting because that like creates an atmosphere where, where people feel, yo, I can actually hang out here for a while. And people do, you know, like they do come and hang out and there'll be all types of people in the room to help people to appreciate. So you can do that in the city of Gary. You can do that in the city of Gary. And I said, there are quite a few people that do that often in the city of Gary. There could be more spaces where you can do that in the city of Gary. And it just really comes from people saying, well, you know what? We'll be concerned with quality. And when you have something that's undeniable, like I said, yo, you got a Jackson Pollock hanging in this place. You mean tell me people are not going to come from all over to check Damn that right out? they will, man. For a Warhol exhibit? And it's like, all right, cool. Well, Look, I, I know exactly like how you feel about it. And it's like a lot of times people speak from places of ignorance, right? And by ignorance, I mean lack of knowledge. You know, and it's like, hey, when's the last time you stopped for food in Gary? You know, it's like, I mean, so I can give you a number of different restaurants, like if you would like one, you know? And it's like, uh, now I talk with guys, you know, like that I work with, you know, I used to work with, and it's like, oh, you talk shit about it. I was like, well, when's the last time you've been in Gary? It was like, you just drive through Gary on the way home, you know? Like driving down Fifth Avenue, then to 65 South is not being in Gary. You know, it's just like, it's, let's keep it real. Like that's completely different, you know? Well, and plus you're, I feel like you're in a spot too that is very cultural specific. You've got a lot of really cool shit going around that block. Yeah. Um, well, and that's what I said. I mean, it, it's actually like throughout the city, you know. Um, See, we need to go on a tour. Yeah, we should get it, cameras. We should go out there and we should show people what's cool about that. Because I don't know. Dude, and I know that of, block, and, dude. And, and there are a lot of people that don't, you know. I'm like, dude, there's like dope ass art like all over the city, you know. I mean, there's like some people that got like some super cool shit, you know. And like, it's in places like you wouldn't think. Like, you wouldn't think it at all, you know? And it's just like, yeah, dude, that's dope as hell. You know? And it's like, but people that know, they know. And it's like a whole underground scene, you know? And it's like, no, there are people that know. It would be like, you know, like one of those, uh, like a speakeasy, you know? Like, there's a door that's like unmarked, you know? You walk in, there's a room full of people. And, it, I mean, it, ha it happens just like that, you know? Like, throughout the city. As I said, like, there are so many scenes. That would be badass. Could we do that? Yeah. Can we go on a tour? I know you don't drink, but I'd be down to like go on a tour I'm, yeah, of that I'm, shit. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm an occasional drinker. My occasions are like spaced out. But yeah, you know, it's like, okay. uh, I, I said that, man. It's like, dude, there's so much that like people have no idea. And they speak from places of ignorance, you know. And, and like I said, ignorance just being lack of knowledge, you know. Um, yeah, you see that things are like very different. It's like, oh, man, this kind of reminds me of this like in my city. Right. And it's like, I mean, you can see that they're like extremely talented artists, you know, like who are like in this city and surrounding cities, you know, they do like amazing work, you know. And it's like, I mean, we're not going to act like just I tell people I get two phones full of legends. It's like, you just don't know them yet. You yeah, know, yeah. I said there are people doing amazing shit, you know, like just because you don't know them, it, like doesn't mean that they don't exist, you know. And I said, I mean, honestly, when we had our, like our group shows, it was actually called You Should Know. Like, for that very reason, just because you don't know who these people are, you're not going to walk in this room and, and say, like, 
all right, well, this shit ain't dope because I don't know them. Like, that's not what... You're not going to do that. You're not going to walk in here and deny that. Like, that shit is amazing. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, it's yeah. like... And I think that's like... When there are people that are like that. So you can't, you can't control a narrative that you don't create, right? And, like, so many people are lost on that. Like, they'll never get that. You know, it's like, look, man, it was like somebody else's narrative. It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, like... I'm not trying to juggle their narrative. I'm not trying to carry it, like... Hey man, that's for somebody else to do. You know, it's like I, I write my own. You know, it's like, and that's what we should do. Like, we should create our own. We should tell like the stories that that we want to tell. You know, uh, like and and the way that they need to be told. You know, hey, if you need to cuss, cuss. You know, hey man, if you say words that like other people don't use, well, there's somebody that uses that and they get it right. All right, cool. Well, that doesn't take away from the validity of your story. Right. That doesn't 100%, change. That man. doesn't that doesn't change like the strength and, and the urgency, like, you know, like like the weight of those narratives. It doesn't change it at all just because you don't understand it. Actually, you listening to something that you don't really understand can actually help you get an understanding of it. Right. And it's like and that's the cool thing about being creatives. Right. You're actually able to come up with the narrative like continuously. Right. So whatever medium that is, you know, it, I mean. If you're an artist that you write songs, myself, like I write poetry, right? And, um, and not say, just poetry. You're you're churning that shit out crazy. Oh yeah, man. That's um, <laughs> you're writing dude, what a hundred poems in a day? Um, no, man. Um, <laughs> I, I write like quite a few often. I, like today, I've written um, six. Um, and for the record, at home, what time is it right now, Muha? Ten forty-eight. <laughs> six yeah, poems by ten forty-five, dude. Yeah, you know, it's just um, like for me, it's. Um, Man, it, it helps me make my way through, because um, my style is essentially like hypothetical um, responses to conversations. So it's just, and that's essentially what it is. It's just like creating like a narrative, you know, just like pulling one out of the sky, you know, from, I could be having a conversation with a friend and then, you know, our conversation will end. And so I'll just like continue the conversation, you know, just imagine like what this conversation sounds like back and forth. And because I'm coming up with it in my head, like I can make that story sound like however I want it to, you know. And I think that, uh, like I said, for myself, uh, it, it really helps me, you know. It's just like to exercise and to, like I said, like to come up with different ways to tell a story, you know. Um, that's really important because there are so many stories that need to be told. There's so many stories that aren't told, you know, that, that need to be. Well, um, and that's my favorite part. Like I, my college background is I went to college for English. Okay. And like the narrative is what drives me. Mm -hmm. And we always talk about how like the thing I heard when I was in television was content is king. Mm -hmm. And to some of that, I agree. But I think context is king. Yeah. I think it's sure. all about understanding why you're seeing something, why you're eating something. And that's our mission. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like when you're talking about your gallery and what you've got going on, I see so many similarities with it, man. And what we're trying to do from a culture mm -hmm. side and, you know, whether it's like provide context, you know, enhance culture mm -hmm. and then drive business. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a business side of it and it's just tough to balance it all. And like with your poetry side, you've got, it's just one of those other ways where, like, you just put out a book, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Black and White. It's on Amazon. You can get it anywhere in the world. Damn, and we'll have to make sure people can swipe up on our IG stories to pick that up. Okay. Yeah, it's under, actually, uh, J.D. Phelps. Um, my artist name's uh, Carol Sun uh, is, is how I write. But, um, yeah, that, that, was, um, that was something I had really, really wanted to do, you know? And um, 
and that's what I said, you know, I came up with the idea. It was like, you know what, in the next 30 days, I'm going to put out this book, you know. Um, I talked to a publisher. She was like, yeah, you know, we'll shoot for like 100, you know. And I didn't actually have like 100 poems, you know, like at that time. So I was just getting the files together, dude. And I was just like writing, you know. So I, I think I wrote maybe like 37 like new ones, you know. And, uh, and, and so I ended up putting 110 like together. And then like sent it to her like in a week, you know, and then she was like compiled it and she was like, all right, cool, we're printing it. And it was just like, okay, cool. Like, I think as humans, um, if it's things that we want to do, um, like we'll find a way to get them done, you know. Um, I only want to work with solid people that are like, all right, cool. This is what you want to do. All right, that's what we're going to do. And, and when you build in accountability, you create a closed loop on success, right? Because I, I can demand accountability from you. Um, and you can do the same for me, like, and I shouldn't be getting offended, you know, if you ask me, hey, where are we at with this? You know, like, hey, do we get in touch with, you know, um, it's I said so for, hard to find people with that mentality, man. And, but when you find those people, it's like, man, you see that you're able to get something done. Like I put together a book, like in, in 30 days, you know, oh, yeah. and, and, and it's together and you can get it anywhere in the world, you know? And it's like, okay, so cool that. That actually can happen. And it's from finding like those solid people, you know, but I think it comes from really like being a um, being a genuine person, you know, like I said, even understanding there's a business side of it, you know, but like, but you can be a human like in doing business, you know, you treat people well and you actually make more money like by helping people out than you do from like screwing them over, you know, and Seth Godin, um, I think you'll appreciate this. He's this... Uh, a quote that he said said that the the average price no he said the low price is the hiding place of the average creator and i think about it man you know what there's there's a market for for toyota camrys right and it, it'd be cool to sell a thousand camrys you know there's also like a market for supercars and it'll be like so much cooler to to sell a thousand ferraris than a thousand Camrys, right? It's just really about like the mindset and I'm not knocking Toyota, but you wanna sell a thousand Camrys or do you wanna sell a thousand Ferraris, right? Some people look at things from, you know what? We're just gonna do enough to get by. And there are other people that know, you know what? We can absolutely do a lot. We can take shots at the top and we can make it because there are people that are currently there and they're excelling. Right. And some of those people, they just got there because they had good timing. Right. And they might have had some work ethic. But some people, a friend of mine, he told me, they said, man, you know, a guy, he's a client. He's like, he's got a net worth of $1.3 billion. He was like, he's not the smartest guy. He's had really good work ethic and great timing. You know, it's like, so imagine if you had all those other things like to put in, like with that. And it's like, man, you can get a lot done. It's like, well, let's take shots at this hop, you know, and think that. Yeah, you know what? This is actually going to work. Have a solid plan, you know. And like I said, for me, I think the um, the equation for success is pretty simple. It looks like strategy plus execution equals success. Pretty simple. Have a solid plan. Like have the work ethic, and it, it will take some time, you know, like to get on the other side of that equal sign. But when you do, it's like, oh yeah, Boom. man. It's this is this is what success feels like. And sometimes you actually get there much sooner you know but it really happens when everybody is on the same page you know and people are working together you know to actually make things happen 
So that's um that's my drive. That's that's me. That's uh what I want to do. You know, until I check out. You know, well, it just make life happy and uh, enjoyable. You know. So I mean, this has been like, a, and this is the reason why I wanted you on. I think the two times we've talked in person before mm. this, and then the third time on the phone, I think every conversation went over an hour. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it and, it, it happens often. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I appreciate it, man. I mean, I think that like you bring such a uh, I, there's a certain group of people that I love to surround myself with, mm. and I and when I see it and recognize it, I'm like, it brings me back to the core of who I know I like to be. You know, because mm. sometimes I venture away from that, man. And mm. um, like Carrie from Society and mm. Hunt and Gather, she's one of my favorite people ever because you sit down and talk to her and she just has this knack for centering you, mm. <laughs> you know. And I feel the same way with our conversations. It's mm. just I'm going to be more inspired over the next 48 hours than I've been in two weeks. Oh, man, that's legit. You Thanks, know? Dude. <laughs> and I love that about it. And it's one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on. And I think one of the things I'm struggling with is how do I continually, habitually start putting these influences in my life so it's not just on and off every six to eight weeks, you know? And I th- we've, I've been messing around with the idea of putting a board together of people mm. like that to kind of keep me... Because you're an idea guy, and I would love to just like chat about i mean i don't know how familiar you are with what we do but i would love to just hear some of your ideas of ways that we could take it to the next level and i already see ways of plugging into already what you've got going on that would mm. be awesome your saturday night live shit that's oh, yeah. fire dude dude that was uh man honestly man when like we came up with the idea and it was just like yeah because we can do it man and I actually told um, one artist, my homie Feely, um, and he was one of the same people, you know, like I told him, was like, hey, man, show up in the room, do what it is that you know how to do, you know, because he's like, man, he works, you know, and he, and he has a job, you know, but like he also like focuses. And it's like, man, you can see that people are serious and they're like putting forth the effort, you know, and they're spending their own money, you know, like on this shit, you know, like and they're serious. And they got this drive. And I'm like, yeah, man. Well, here's what I need you to do. I was like, if you're not thinking this way, then you need to find something else to do. I said, think to yourself that you're going to pack a small room and then you're going to move from a small room to pack in an auditorium and then think that you're going to pack from from an auditorium and going to pack a stadium. Right. And if you're not thinking that way, man, you need to be doing something else with your time, you know, and it's so like, true, man. D- like for me, man, I, I just think that just like being able to just have a space like that and, and you see like. As I said, for me, man, like the Saturday night, man, and, and we've had like some amazing ones, you know, like in my opinion, I think everyone has been amazing, you know, um, but just like the way that that people actually like they come out and they, they vibe and, and like I said, you see that, yo, that does something for people like, yo, you, you came to see me, like you came to see me and the, like this room is packed and then like people are not like too cool to like clap or, or like nod their head to the shit, you know, it's like some good music like i don't know how you all like go to shows and just like stand there with your hands in your pockets you know i go to tons of live shows and it's like man if that shit is great dude like i'm rocking to it you know Hell and it's yeah. like i mean that's just that's how you're supposed to act at a concert right have you I've never done this before you know it's like sometimes and i said that I was like man that some people are like like you can take your cool off here you know like i mean you can like seriously like be cool enjoy the show like these are people like they came to perform yep like they came to perform and then they put on a great show and like you just stood there the whole time it's like and like uh, for a year we did a, a year of free shows one solid year of free shows right 
And when I say amazing show, then we had the block party and that was free. And people, I forget how many people performed at that. And it was free. And it's like, man, you know what? This is just like super cool. I think that just like I said, like being able to work with different people in different places, because there are some people like, yeah, they're known like in Gary and, you know, like Hammond, you know, but it's like, well, outside of that, you know, like in any of these other cities, you know, like, are you getting hurt, you know, like in Portage, you know, like in Crown Point, you know, like in these other places, like, don't think for a second these people don't listen to music, they do, you know, and it's like, well, it's actually pretty cool, man, when, man, because there are people around here that will absolutely, you don't know, like, what people are tied into, like, who people know, yeah. and it's like, the word of mouth, you know, like, all the time, you could just be riding with somebody smoking and having a good time, and it's like, hey, what is this? He's like, man, it's just cool. He's like, yeah, could you put me in touch with him? And, and like, and that's how that happens. It happens all the time, you know? And and people don't uh, really take that into consideration anymore. Like, that word of the mouth is still, like, a really big way that people get put in touch with people. As I, but I, I do it almost daily. That's the number one way. Like, seriously. You well, know? that's what I wanted to ask you about because... I think one of the biggest misconceptions of what I do is people think mm. I can just be everywhere at the, every, every at all day all times of the day, and it's just impossible. And so, like whether it's Franklin House and those guys doing original music up in Valpo, or mm. what you guys going on on Saturdays, mm. I would love to talk to like a local guy who's doing some video stuff, and just tell him like, "Hey, I will give you credit. I'm not trying to take it. It'll be mm. on my platform. But if you can just go there on Saturday, those Saturdays." do a quick cut of a snippet of a performance i'll throw that shit on my ig i have no problem with like that's the culture we need to be promoting for sure you know because that's people doing something yeah it was like and they're doing it here and like i said a lot of these be free yes. shows yes like you dude. can just walk in you could be walking by and i was like oh what's this and people do and they open the door and it's like oh man this is pretty cool like is this free it's like yeah it is you know, and, and, and that's what I'm saying, that they're, we're not the only place that does that. Like, there are a number of places, and they, they do just that. They put on free shows all the time. And then you have people that you've never heard about who are like, they live 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from you. Boom. Just in another city. And it's like, damn, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll download it. You know? It's like, I mean, we spend money on, on people that, like, we'll never meet, right? We download their music. We spend money on their shit. And it's like... Man, it's actually, I'm a huge fan, huge proponent of like small business, you know, it's like an artist, that's exactly what you are, you're a small business, right? I'm huge on it, because you can see like where it's going. Like I know these artists, like I, I know that like this guy has kids, right? So I know that like if I buy one of these paintings, like I know that, yo, that money is going for something for his kid. And it's super cool to see that, right? And like you're actually a, a part of like that circle and that cycle, you know, yeah. like that is created like in that way. You know, and it's like, it happens organically. It happens organically. And, and that's really good when it does, you know? And it's like, so people, they end up like with this fan base, like at home, like that does a lot. So now when people go to like another, they're like Nelly, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just using him and people just like try to throw it. But it's like, there wasn't anybody like really doing shit from like St. Louis like that, right? So no. it's like, hey, cool. People in St. Louis love it. And you see that shit, man. It's like, all right, cool. Now you go into like other places and you go to like other cities and people are like repping St. Louis like they've been there. You're not from St. Louis at all. Yeah, you know what I'm you saying? Just like the culture. But, you, but you see like how the people that are there, you like this person, yo, this is why it's important to do things like from home right from the city that you're in right why not do it there what you feel like you have to go somewhere else and a lot of people do they feel like 
I got to go to Chicago. I got to go to Atlanta. I have to do this in some other place to be successful. Man, if you actually like do it at home, you know, and it's like, and now the people in your city, like they fuck with you. Like, and it's organic. It's organic. It's like, man, that's cool as hell. And now you go to other cities, you know, and now people are shouting gear. Or can you imagine like people shouting Crown Point, you know, it's like, I don't even know if that happens, you know, but it's like, it would be cool as shit though, you know, it's like, damn I know right. for me, I think like, be cool as shit, man. Like people rep Gary. It's like, damn, that'd be great. Cause people were repping St. Louis or like people were repping No Limit, you know, like, dude, that was the thing. It was like New Orleans. You guys haven't been New Orleans like at all, you know, it's like, and but that shit happens because people are saying, you know, I'm telling like these stories, I'm gonna do this thing at home. Hell yeah. People, like, in the city where I'm from, they actually vibe with it. And you can see it's like, oh, shit, well, if the people at home vibe with them and they're behind them, you know what? All right, cool. We'll it's funny you it. say that because that's one of the first reasons, first culminations of like being proud of like our area code was when Reggie Bush was on USC and used mm-hmm. to wear his zip code or his area code on his on his eye black. I'll tell him, I'm like, dude, that's the perfect way to promote that shit of like where you're from because that's such a large group. Yeah. You know? And so that was really cool. And then um, to kind of wrap up here, I wanted to start this kind of new thing where we ask people specifically to kind of describe themselves. So if there's three things about you that you want people to know, what what do you think those three? I know you've mentioned them probably already in this podcast, but let us know what do you think three people, three things about you are that you want people to know. Um, I'm a visual architect. I create the environment within spaces. Um, doesn't matter how big that space is or how small it is. Um, I know that when things are done from a genuine place um, and with love, you can accomplish a lot. Um, two, uh, being a dad is awesome. Um, it's something that's taken me a long time. Uh, I'm Like I said, I'm 34 now. Um, it's something that does change you. Uh, if it doesn't, like, you're either a robot or you're not human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it is motivation. You know, it's it's, it's super cool. Um, and it's, it's it's really a joy, like, for me. Um, helps, like, keep me grounded, you know. And, and like I said, it's, it's motivation. Um, third thing, um, I really like, like, to be remembered for the good, you know. Like, I know that, and I'm unorthodox, I'm random, you know, but my intentions are good, you know. Um, I do my absolute best to to keep my word and to treat people good, you know, not because of what I can get from them, you know, or have any ulterior motives, you know. It's like, I I just want people to know that, look, I I, I see the best in, I look for the good in people, you know, and, and... and a, a positive outlook is important, you know. Um, it's difficult to have, but it's necessary. Um, and especially, like, in the society that we live in today, like, we can be um, change agents for the good, you know. And so whenever my story gets told, you know, when I check out, like, that's why, hey, man, JP, he was a good man. And, uh, yeah, if I... If, that's number three on the list, and uh, yeah, I, I I want it to be that, you know, that I live life of good man, I did good, you know, like, because it was in the power of my hands to do so. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, it was a long time me. coming, dude. Check out Square One Arc Alley across all platforms, right? You're on IG, yep. you're on Facebook, you're on them all. Yep. Can they check out your work individually? Uh, yeah, where? you know what? My work individually, actually, I'll be having a show um, November 9th um, at Square One. Um, 
title of the show is called Paris is Burning. Um, so yeah, that's coming up soon. So awesome. that's just like something else. I, I'm completely forgot to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can get like, so yeah, th- that'll be uh, coming up November 9th. Um, and also, like I said, uh, book is on Amazon. It's under J.D. Phelps, but uh, my artist's name is Carol Sun, and name of the book is called Black and White. Oh, man. Well, thank you for coming in. Yeah, Appreciate sure. everything. Thanks, Spe- speaking the, the truth of what we need to do in this area. It's awesome. And, and I want to personally like thank you publicly for doing what you do. It's amazing. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. You too.